Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 39 of Outspoken with Sam Collins. Hope you're all having a really great day today. It's starting to get darker out earlier and it's killing me inside. You know when it starts to get dark or when it is dark at 4 p.m. You know, when winter time rolls around and you're just trying to go out and do stuff and then it's 4 p.m. and it's dark as fuck. So that's really depressing. That's the first thing I thought of when I came on here. That's my Collins complaint of the day. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> today is funny. I'm so excited for today. So last night I was just chilling on Twitter and this is going to be the first topic that we start out with. I don't know if you guys saw Nicki Minaj going crazy on Twitter, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. And then after that, I have this video that somebody sent to me. It's a video about this woman who believes that you need to have a mom and a dad to raise you for you to be a good person and for that kid to be in a good environment and stuff like that. Not two parents. It has to be a mom and a dad. Um, so we can talk more about that. I thought it was kind of funny. The beat, I was raised by a single parent, by the way. So, and I think I'm, 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 I'm I don't think, I guess I'm not okay. And I was raised by a single parent. So it's this, this type of stuff is just really funny to me because I think I'm a pretty good person. I was pretty upset. I was pretty sad when I saw these tweets though. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was pretty sad. Nicki Minaj ended up going on this like rant about the vaccine. So she tweeted and she said, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face, not that loose one. Because one of my favorite things is when people say, I'm going to I'm gonna do my own research. Um, as if the research hasn't really been, you know, pushed out there by the professionals but it's just it's fascinating to me that she's going to do her research hasn't there been a lot of stuff out lately like out for the past like couple of years about the vaccine and like the and the disease sorry and the virus i thought there was a lot of information already out there um especially from the medical providers anyways so whatever she said that and at least she told people to wear their mask right so then shortly after that, she tweeted, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. <laughs> his friend <laughs> his friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. So I was really concerned when I, when I read this whole tweet because like, all right, this is, thank you, Nicki Minaj for 
telling us um, an experience that your friend had and his testicles became swollen so that for after he got the vaccine so that means it's from the vaccine this is some fucking this is some what, what can i call this this is some cold hard solid evidence right here that we shouldn't be taking the vaccine because everyone's testicles will become swollen. Somebody replied and said, your cousin's friend probably just picked up an STD, but please keep going. And that tweet got 210,000 likes. And Nicki Minaj's original tweet has 115,000. It was too good. It was, it was just, I think it was too good. So then people were arguing with her or something, right? And then Nicki Minaj said uh, that she got COVID. And she was like, do you know what it what it is to not be able to kiss or hold your tiny baby for over, over a week? The baby who is only used to his mama, quote unquote, get vaccinated. Drake just told me he got COVID with the same vaccine. And someone replied and said, Nikki, the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. It prevents you from getting serious symptoms. Non-vaccinated people are 11 times more likely to pass away from COVID than the, than the vaccinated. And then Nicki Minaj just says, <laughs> babe, <laughs> that's not true. I had the exact same symptoms as people with the damn vaccine. And that tweet right there really, really got me because you're going to have the same symptoms or, or similar symptoms. You both got the virus, but the person who is vaccinated isn't going to feel it as much as you do when you're unvaccinated. So they can still get sick. The vaccine doesn't pre like prevent sickness. Like We have flu shots all the time. People get the flu shot so that Oh, when you get the flu, it's not going to be as bad as it would have been if you didn't get that little shot in your arm. I feel like that's an, an extremely, extremely easy concept to grasp. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. But I, I, I mean, I had a good laugh last night because it, <laughs> it was the most random thing ever. The testicle comments just still really got me. It's just like, I don't think I have anything else to say on the rest of that matter. But if you guys want to go check it out, it's, it's just all over Twitter. Or you could probably just Google it, literally. So that was fun. That was a fun thing to learn about Nicki Minaj. The most random thing ever. So let's move on to this video. Let's see what this video is all about. So it's called... Oh, it's just Katie Faust's story. And it's by that channel called Alliance Defending Freedom. I've talked about them very minimal, but they have some pretty bad videos that are up. A lot of them are always against LGBTQ. Um, shocker right? Yeah, the story, like I said, is about uh, a woman who grew up with her mother and her mother's partner. While she loves her mother and her mother's partner, she recognizes they were great parents. She knew something was missing, her father. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Katie tells her story and explains why she supports marriage between one man and one woman. So it's basically a more fancy way of saying I'm homophobic, except no, I'm not. And I'm going to just tiptoe around the whole thing. But then I'm going to explain to you exactly how I'm homophobic. But I'm not homophobic. That's kind of how the video goes. I probably hurt your brain. And I'm going to shut up now. We're going to start the video. Okay. There's two different parts of my world that I'm living in. And the one is a strong support for the natural family, 
for mother, father, married, and raising their children together. And at the same time, absolute commitment, absolute involvement with our LGBT family and friends. And a lot of people think that you can't do both. And I'm here to say, not only can you, but you must. You must what? What? Want a mother and a father only raising a child, but then say that you support LGBTQ? I think I had a pretty run-of-the-mill childhood. I think there was a lot going on under the surface between my mom and dad that I didn't necessarily pick up on, but I was very connected to both of them and loved them both a lot. When they announced that they were getting divorced when I was 10, I went through a lot of turmoil in that first year, as most kids do when they find out that the two people they love the most in life don't love each other. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm just joking. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought it would be funny to mess with some of you. No, that is actually very sad, and it is definitely probably extremely hard for you when you're you're young like that. I couldn't imagine. I, I, I didn't have to go through that. And then that was the beginning of a lot of transitions for me in terms of um, my mom moving out, different people coming into their lives. My mom fell in love with one woman, and she and her partner have been together for almost 30 years since then and been very, very consistent in my life. And while I was living with my mom and um, at her house, it was with her and her partner. Wow, good on her mom. Good on her mom for discovering that. That must have been tough, knowing during your marriage and you divorce. I mean, I guess I don't know the whole story, but that's kind of what it sounds like. Anyway, so I guess she had two moms, basically, raising her as well as her dad whenever she saw him. Both of these women are incredible women. Both of them have my heart. And um, both of them are regular, permanent, loving fixtures of my life now. But I hate gay people and I don't think it's right. But I still love them. I'm just kidding. She didn't actually say that. But I feel like she's going to. In a more indirect, subtle way. If all kids needed are two loving, stable adults, then my mom and her partner would have been enough. There was love. There was stability. There was commitment. There was low conflict. But that is not enough for a child to thrive. They also need their father. I needed my father. Yo, this woman is saying that her two moms were not enough to raise her. You don't even, just based on my own anecdotal experience, um, which is the best experience to use, you know? From my own experience, and even to speak on, this doesn't have to be so logical, but like I was raised by a single parent and I didn't need more love than that. Like, I'm good, I'm good. It's, there was a lot of love there and a lot of, just it just it was a great experience i don't know i experienced my parent being really really awesome and a proper parent because some people will come from a house with a mom and a dad and they will be the worst people that you ever come across they treat their kid like shit they don't teach their kid any morals they just they just treat their kid as like a chore or something and i could go on and on and on there's many people who come out bad out of a situation that has a mom and a dad so i don't think it necessarily 
like in my in my own opinion i don't think you need a mom and a dad you can have those roles in your life too like if you had two moms and two dads and one of them took on the mom role or one of them took on the dad role like um, people can do what they want right but i feel like if you even if you have one parent and they know what they're doing and they raise you right that's all you need because that parent can be both of those shit must be hard as fuck (laughs) but they can be both of those no but i know people who have had a household of a mom and a dad i'm sure we all do and they still turn out doing some not great things so i would not be who i am today without that man loving connecting with cheering me on encouraging me being involved from birth through adulthood okay and that's your experience some people can have a parent present in their life but they're not actually present in their life like they don't they're physically there are they there in any other way no so i mean that's great that she had this experience but not everyone has a dad who's like that right there were times where I just wanted to be with him and I he could say something that my mom and her partner would say to me, but it impacts you, it sits differently with you when it's your father. Because you're made for it. Because kids are made to be loved and adored, cherished and known by both of their parents. It's the emotional food that kids need. Yeah, I mean, I gotta be honest with you, it's probably a really good feeling to be in a household with both of your parents and be completely loved. Um, Unfortunately, Katie, it's not like that for everybody, but they still turn out fine. They're still fine. I think it's safe to say that I grew up in a non-traditional household. I love my dad and my mom and their respective partners. And I was fine with that, really. And when it came to gay marriage, I was in support because that is how I thought I could love my mom and her partner. I had this fierce protectiveness of them. And as I grew, I saw that I could love them even if I disagreed with them about this place that policy plays in our lives. There we go. See, this is what I, this is exactly what I was afraid of. Um, I can still love them and I can still disagree with them, whatever. I would be so pissed if I was like one of the moms who raised this child. Because like you, you know, you want your child to love you and all that stuff. But if that they like threw it back in your face, they're like, yeah, you gave me everything that I needed during my childhood and I felt loved and appreciated. And I actually have no complaints. But, but I still think there needs to be a mom and a dad. No questions asked. You can't. Don't even ask me anything about it. That's my belief. Um, And they would be like, that doesn't make any sense. You just said that we were good parents. If marriage law is simply about adult emotions, then in my opinion, from my experience, there is no reason to bar same-sex couples from the institution of marriage. Because I know personally that, that they have the same capacity to love and commit because my mom and her partner have been that couple. Why is she speaking like gay people are creatures? Like they're not human. They st- but they still, I know this, they still have the same capacity to love, you know, as straight people do. Uh, no shit. 
What do you mean? What are you talking? Yeah, they're people too. They're literally a human being just like you. Or just because you're gay doesn't mean that you're incapable of, of loving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. However, government's interest is not simply about adult feelings. Government's interest is in children. Redefining marriage will redefine parenthood. And that is an injustice. Oh my god, it is literally always about the children with these people. It's always about the children. This this person would probably fight against gay marriage specifically, yes, yeah, specifically because they want to see a kid raised by a mom and a dad, but they don't care about what happens after that. They don't care about if the parents are addicts. They don't care about if the parents are abusive, whatever like that. They still at least have a mom and a dad figure and that's all that matters, right? Because that's going to make the perfect child. And also, what is this whole thing with having to have like a, a perfect child or something? Like, not everyone is going to do everything perfectly all the time. So, you can't, there's not, is there, is there like this fairy tale version of like family that she's thinking of that she wanted for herself? And for some reason, she's pissed about it now that she grew up. She's so mad. She didn't have the, uh, the golden retriever with the family, with the picket fence. She's pissed. She's pissed because she got two moms. This video could have simply been summed up and said, I don't think gay people should get married because I think it is imperative that everyone have a dad and a mom or they will end up fucked up if we are going to be running headlong towards endorsing a family structure it had better be the one where kids are with their mom and dad and if we are going to be encouraging adult relationships of any kind, it had better be the adult relationships where kids do not have to lose their mother or father to be a part of that household. Yeah, but then sometimes shit happens and you lose a parent. That could be literally from anything. That's just kind of how the life works. I mean, that's kind of how the world works. <laughs> uh, and the life, I guess. Like, then you would just have to deal with the repercussions of that. What are you gonna do? Like cry because your child doesn't have a perfect environment because something went wrong? And now I'm a mom and I see my kids with their father and I see the things that he brings to them and gives to them that I can't give. And I see the things that they want from me and they get from me that they don't get from him. The way my kids connect and love us is different and beautiful and wonderful. That's because you're two different people. You know that, right? Like, you're two different people. You are a mother and a father, but you're two different people. So I'm assuming that you treat your kids a bit differently from one another. So one, they're, they're going to get something out of you that they won't out of him, etc. Vice versa. So what does that have to do with whether it's two moms or two dads? And it's such an injustice to say that kids are fine without one or the other. A lot of people will say to me, you know, what does your mom think about where you stand on this? And I'll say, my mom and I are great because she knows that two men could never replace her. Wait, <laughs> wait, what? Uh, wait, so is she, so does she think that two gay guys shouldn't have kids? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? 
Moms and dads are both necessary and indispensable in a child's life. And they're not interchangeable. And our laws should not say that they're interchangeable. Shut up, Katie. Sh please shut up. <laughs> someone, someone shut this woman up. So, and then she, at the end, she's probably gonna be like, and that's why I oppose gay marriage. And you should too. I started speaking about this because the world was telling me that the only way to love my lesbian and gay friends and family was to support gay marriage. And that if I didn't support gay marriage, I hated them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait. Uh, what is she going to try to tell us that she that you can do that? That's like if I had a friend who actively voted against trans rights for me to like use the bathroom or something. I'd be like, oh, okay, you, you really just, uh, you're my friend and you support me as a person, but you are voting against my rights for me to be safe in the bathroom. So what does that really mean? Really, Katie? Really, Katie? You think that's, you think that makes sense? That's like telling me that you like strawberry ice cream and then I give you strawberry ice cream and you gag and you say, that's disgusting, get it away from me. Why did you lie? And when that's all that you're hearing from culture and it's just totally surrounding you, you think, well, that must be it. And so a lot of us are kind of intimidated into silence. I hope you're intimidated into silence. You should go back into silence, actually. But when you back up a little bit, when you get a little more perspective, you see that there's so much involved in this issue and that you actually can boldly stand for traditional marriage because of the rights and well-being of children oh my god like i said it's always about the children it's such a weird thing they always there is no leg for them to stand on once they get rid of their children excuse what what is that this has nothing to do with you like these people who are going to get married and have children it has nothing to do with you what is she going to do about adopted babies that's not a traditional family that's not even your what about a surrogate mother is that gonna are you, is she gonna like try to stop adoption too or like orphanages or orphanages or is that how you say that orphanage yeah is she gonna try to stop those too because that's not traditional she's just this is like she gave us a plate of white rice but she put a little bit of like green onions on it to make it look better but it's still white rice so i don't know what it is with me in this analogy but did you, did you get it? It makes sense, right? You're just telling us that you don't want gay people to get married, but you made a really, really fancy way of saying it over a span of seven minutes for some reason. And at the very same time, love, sacrifice for, initiate relationship with our gay and lesbian family and friends and brothers and sisters, because truthfully, that's what they are. What is this, a view of New York? They're like taping this like with New York in the background as if it's some inspirational fucking thing that has to be said. I hope your gay and lesbian friends have stopped being your friend because they are down bad if they're still your friend. Sorry, sorry to break it to you, but you are down bad if you've got a friend like that. So when you go down and take a look at these comments, because that's my favorite thing to do, they are worse than the video they're usually always worse than the video in my experience so we're gonna take a look at them today this guy said this woman conveys what i have known forever dot 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 that a man and a woman should raise a child because each has a different set of tools to give that child a balanced view of life dot 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 saying that there's no difference between a father and a mother is a great falsehood 
I mean, I would like to know the set of tools. Like masculinity and femininity? Like, is this what they're referring to? What different set of tools? I mean, both people each have different life experiences, so they do each have their own different set of tools in that way. So they navigate through life differently. And that's useful for a child to learn, to see which one is cooler and better. Someone else said, a child needs a mother and a father to grow holistically. I don't even know what that word means. As a mother, I give my son love and care. But from his father, he learns strength and confidence. He tells us he feels safe and loved the most when he is with both of us. All right, well, so, but why don't you have the strength and confidence, you little baby, little bitch? What? Why don't you? That was a little harsh. Why don't you? Like, I just feel like these are just stupid, weak points. Because two different parents are two different people, they're going to give them their kids different things. Like, that's the end of the story. It doesn't even matter based on their gender or their sex at all. They're going to. And if there's one parent, I mean, the, that parent's just going to have to fucking pick up the slack, you know? Men and women are different. They are equal, but different. Okay, uh, uh, no fucking shit, man. Water is wet. Okay, and the sky is blue. Like, where are you just, is this new information? This has 76 likes, for what reason? So people thought that was clever. Finally, someone who stands up for children. You people are all obsessed. These people are so obsessed with children that aren't theirs all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> It is about time. We need to hear things like this from someone who has experienced being a child with gay parents. Yeah, because gay parents are so bad. They're so evil. They don't know what they're doing because they're stupid and they're gay. So I don't want them to get married. Yeah, I'm done reading these comments. So what we're going to do now is we're going to switch gears, okay? We're putting it into gear seven. Let's take a look at these LGBTQ stories. See what we've got here today. So this story says, So I'm really close with my mom's side of the family. There are so many cousins, aunts, uncles, etc. Now, my grandma is a very traditional Portuguese woman. Extremely religious, but also somewhat liberal. So around 4 or 5 years ago, when I was 19 or 20, I made the choice to come out to her as lesbian, which I identified as back then. Now I'm a straight trans man. In person, she handled it pretty well. She asked a lot of questions that I was happy to answer. She also asked questions about how two women have sex, which was awkward. But I just left it at, there are ways. Side note, so weird they always ask you that question if you come out as if you come out as um anything but straight all they think about is um how are you gonna what are you guys how are you gonna have sex and also what about having children so what are you gonna do and if you come out as trans it's those two questions plus what are you getting the surgeries or what do you have down there so it's always a fun time coming out anyways the interaction ended with my grandma telling me she loved me and so on. So I left feeling pretty satisfied with how it went. Pleasantly surprised, to say the least. Then the phone call started. My grandma was calling everyone, flipping out. Did they know I was gay? Why didn't they tell her? Yada, yada, yada. My mom was pissed that I came out to my grandma without discussing it with her first. Eventually things settled down, and my grandma never treated me any different in person, which I appreciated. She would make a comment from time to time about how she said that I won't be having kids, which isn't true since there are other ways I could have kids. Saying that, she's still kind of confused on how this happened. And my favorite, that she prays for me every night to be straight. Fast forward to the start of the pandemic. I'd already been wrestling with the idea of me being trans for a long time. And once I finally accepted myself, I got a thought in my head. Is this my grandma's doing? Did her prayers backfire and make me a straight man? 
I think it's hilarious to imagine that's the reason that I'm trans. Anyways, I'm getting top surgery in October, and my mom says I'm going to need to come out to her eventually. I'm terrified, but I know I can't hide it from her forever. So if anyone has any advice on how to come out to a religious grandmother, I'm all ears. Yeah, if you guys have any advice for this story, you could definitely leave a YouTube comment if you're watching um on YouTube and you have something to say. But yeah, I think her prayers actually cursed you. They didn't work. They just cursed you. And now you have to suffer the wrath of being a straight trans man. Sorry about it. I mean, yeah, you're eventually going to have to come out if you get surgery and stuff like that. You're going to be around your grandma. Um, she. I mean, it seems like she took you being gay kind of okay. I mean, had some ignorant things to say, but like, what more is she going to say when you come out as trans? You can be like, you can make, you should make a joke out of the prayers. Be like, you backfired him on me, grandma. Come on. Look what you did. Don't do that. Maybe she might not. I don't know. Is she funny? We don't know. Yeah, just come out when you're ready, though. Don't don't rush that shit. Maybe have your mom there for support stuff. So this next story says, I'm a non-binary trans guy, he slash they pronouns. As a kid, I was incredibly shy. I was one of those kids who would cry if an adult even looked at me funny. I was terrified to place a single toe out of line, and I wanted nothing more than to blend in with the wallpaper at times. I mention this because it makes what I did even more unusual, since it just didn't fit my personality at all. I always felt like a boy growing up, but being raised in a conservative Christian home had no idea trans people existed until early adulthood. I can remember praying every night as a kid that God would turn me into a boy while I slept. But aside from that, I didn't think there was anything I could do about being viewed as a girl. Except for one particular incident. We moved every year when I was young, which meant I had the task of making all new friends in all new school districts every single year. One year, at age 7, I took advantage of this by convincing four boys who decided they had a crush on me that I was actually a boy, not a girl. I told them I was born a boy, but my parents had really, really wanted a girl, so they gave me a feminine name, made me grow my hair, dress in feminine clothes, etc. News of this quickly spread to the entire class, and surprisingly, everyone believed what I'd said. Kids are gullible, I guess. Though it probably helped that I never really fit in as a girl anyways. For three whole days, everybody treated me as a boy, as the person I truly was inside. The boys talked and played with me as a fellow guy rather than a tomboy, and the girls also treated me as a boy. I was on cloud nine, living what turned out to be some of the happiest days of my entire childhood. This was my first experience with gender euphoria, and it was amazing. Unfortunately, after the third day, my teacher got wind of what I'd said and set the record straight, as he saw it, anyways. I was forced back into the box of acting like a girl, a box I would be unable to escape again for several more decades. But wow, what an experience. Nowadays, something like that, especially from a kid who quite literally never gets in trouble in any form, would probably act as a signal to teachers that, hey, maybe this kid needs some help. But back then, nobody really knew about trans, and that was especially true when it came to trans kids. That is like a scene out of a movie. That's a, that's a really clever thing to do. <laughs> so funny. And kids are obviously going to believe it when you're that young. Like if I, if I heard that one of my classmates was like, forced to be a girl or forced to be a boy i'd be like whoa like whoa and it's just be i don't know it'd just be really weird but hey i mean looking back at it it's probably a really good memory so those those three days probably felt like forever uh yeah that's the end of today's episode i hope you guys liked it i had a lot of fun with this one and i will see all of you next week with a new episode and if you guys have any stories that you want to submit to me you can send me your lgbtq stories at outspoken sam at gmail.com yeah and i might read yours at the end of one of these podcasts so thank all of you for listening thank everybody who um submits stories to me i really appreciate each and every single one of you so yeah have a great day or night i'll see you next week bye